Would you like to 10X your productivity and stop feeling so overworked and overwhelmed? Welcome to the Extreme Productivity Podcast with New York Times bestselling author and Inc. 500 entrepreneur, Kevin Cruz. Hey everyone, Kevin Cruz here. Thanks for joining me again. Before we dive in, if you've learned even one thing from this podcast, I hope you'll take less than a minute and leave a rating for the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you're listening. Now, in just a minute, I'm going to answer questions about your goals and your calendar and a question about picking an employee engagement company. But first, I'm bringing you seven free courses next week, starting Monday, September 24th of 2018. Every day is a new free course. You don't even need to give me your email address. On each day, just visit leadx.org forward slash personal and just hit the play button on the video. So what are these courses? Starting on Monday the 24th and then each day after that, we start with how to delegate effectively, how to get a raise in 21 days, the six powers of super communicators, active listening, coaching, how to eliminate hiring delays, and writing business emails. A course a day for a week. Great complimentary training that you should be sharing with your colleagues, by the way. They will thank you for it. Also, if you didn't already listen to it, the interview I did this week, so this was the Monday episode of the podcast, was with Anna Yen, who wrote the novel Sophia of Silicon Valley. Now, Anna actually worked directly for Steve Jobs when he was at Pixar. This was before he went back to Apple. And then she worked at Tesla for Elon Musk, helping them get ready for their IPO pitch. She's involved in investor relations. And even though her book is a novel, she told me that most of it is true. And she actually thinks that Steve Jobs is a good boss, a good leadership figure, and doesn't like the way people have been talking about him. So she wanted to write a novel, share her experiences, and share her lessons learned. So if you didn't hear that podcast, go get it. I had a great time talking with her. And uh, I think I'm going to get her back on the show because I have more questions uh, about Jobs and uh, and working for Elon Musk. You can find that at uh, leadx.org forward slash leadership hyphen podcast. Yeah, that's really long. I'm going to have to have my team come up with shorter URLs. Or you can read an excerpt of my interview at Forbes.com. Just go there and search for Anna Yen, Y-E-N. Other good stuff that's not mine, I really found interesting an article called The Agile Manager, which is in the McKinsey Quarterly. It's everybody's going agile, apparently, or at least they're trying to get people to go agile. And now like functional areas are called chapters. Revenue producing business units are called tribes. Team leaders are now squad leaders. And I know I'm oversimplifying it, but it might be the next great thing. It's sort of sounding like a rose by any other name. But you decide. Go check out the McKinsey Quarterly. The article's The Agile Manager. And one more thing that I that caught my eye, it's really good. It's five tools for a perfect memory. It's a book summary. And, you know, my father taught me basic memory tricks when I was young, like how to create a mind palace or how to link things to different places on your body to remember them. Crazy stuff. And I've taught my kids how to prep for tests with mnemonics for better or for worse, because they don't remember any of it, of course, <laughs> a month after the test. Anyway, if you want to have a perfect memory, check out this article. The website is fastertomaster.com, and then just search on book summary, how to develop a perfect memory. 
All right, already. Let's get to our first reader question, our listener question. If you believe that leaders, really all of us, need to be results-oriented, and that is something that shows up on almost every competency list of high performers, of high-performing leaders. Well, if you believe we need to focus on results, you're going to like this question. It's all about how do you schedule your goals? So the question actually, Andrew Shu emailed me. I've read through your 15 Secrets book many times. Thank you, Andrew. And one thing I've noticed is that the calendar, time-blocked entries, seem to be more important than what I used to do, which was constantly looking at my goals all the time. So how do you include goals in your system other than the most important task, MIT? So, Andrew, my answer. I actually do think of my three personal goals as part of my morning routine, my hour of power, which is really more like 30 minutes. And at work, we review our goals, which we call objectives and key results. These are our 90-day goals. We look at those every week in our Monday meeting. So I've got personal ones and business ones that I'm reviewing a lot. But then I calendar the action items that align with those goals. So I only have three big personal goals, my three to thrive, and I review my business goals, the OKRs, and then break it down into that MIT. What can I do today? What's the number one thing I can do today to tip that domino over towards the bigger goal? You know, what's the bite-sized action I can take today? And I put it on my calendar. And of course, I would like to say you want to schedule that MIT time as early in the day as possible so that you're less likely to blow it off when, you know, the inevitable fires and interruptions happen uh, throughout the day. Now, our second reader question is about how do you choose an employee engagement uh, partner survey company? And it comes from Martin Serratos, who wrote, says, what would you say are the most critical characteristics to look for in an employee engagement support company? And overall, which companies do you recommend and why? Okay, so of course, employee engagement is when we are emotionally committed to our employer's goals, when we're engaged, when we care, we're more productive, we make fewer mistakes, we stay in our jobs longer. I mean, all this good stuff happens. But how do you know if your team members are engaged? How do you measure it? And as Martin is alluding to, the way you do that is by uh, implementing an employee engagement survey to all of your employees. And so my answer is, look, if you're in a very small company, you know, like 10 employees, 20 employees, you can just do your own survey. It's not going to be perfect, but use surveymonkey.com or something like that. Create a Google survey and you can use questions out of my book, Employee Engagement 2.0. You can find them for free on the internet. Um, and, and that'll be good enough. Now, if you're a mid-sized company, you can still sort of work with a company like a nonprofit, uh, SHRM.org, Society of Human Resource Management. They have a data set, and I think they partner with SurveyMonkey.com. And um, uh, having an outside party administer, you know, sort of provides extra credibility. People don't think you're going to be snooping up on them because these are supposed to be confidential surveys. Now, if you're getting to be bigger or if you're really setting yourself up for success, you want gold standard then the biggest survey companies, uh, now there's hundreds of them. So some of the biggest ones are like Gallup, IBM Conexa, uh, Willis Towers Watson. Um, and you're going to want to use one of these bigger companies if 
the data processing needs, like you need advanced reporting and you want these IO psychologists cutting up the data and explaining it to your CEO, you might need multiple languages delivered around the world, the survey delivered around the world. Maybe you want a web survey and a phone IVR survey, you know, all these extra capabilities, you know, you'll get them with these larger companies. Um, I'm also hearing a lot lately about a company called Glint, G-L-I-N-T. I have no personal experience. Supposedly very modern. They're preaching more continuous surveys. I'm less into that. But they have slick looking software. Qualtrics is another company. And, and again, I'm not recommending any one. I'm just sort of mentioning the, the top of mind, most popular ones that I think are solid and kind of what you need to ask about. Um, to me, you know, you really want to make sure you're working with a company that is asking the right questions because a lot of these startup employee engagement companies, they basically threw some tech together to, to deliver a survey. And the survey questions will be things like, how happy are you at work? Or, um, I don't know, you know, what did you think of the cafeteria food today? And they're rolling these into these dashboards. And the reality is happiness is separate from engagement and the cafeteria food doesn't correlate to engagement. So you're asking questions to get information, but for what end or what purpose, I don't know. And what's worse is someone will ask, you know, a handful of questions and then average them together and call that your engagement score when it's not measuring our emotional commitment at work. So you need to work with a rock solid uh, company that, you know, has some organizational development psychologists or has some research behind their question set. Friends, that is it for this week. It is good to be back. I feel like I burned through a lot of stuff, but we're still going to be clocking in uh, here in less than 15 minutes. And I'm going to leave you once again with that reminder. Leadership isn't a choice. If leadership is influence, we are leading all of the time. We're just influencing those around us in the right direction or the wrong direction. So how will you lead today? Hey, if you like this podcast, you're going to love the LeadX Academy at leadx.org. If you didn't know, LeadX is actually my company, and we have dozens of video-based courses that are designed to help you to achieve your full potential. And I personally teach you courses via video like how to cure procrastination, how to stop time thieves, how to cut your email inbox traffic in half, how to get to inbox zero with the 4D habit, how to minimize your meeting time, and how to maximize your focus and energy and so much more. And every month we're adding new courses, new webinars, and new resources. You could check it all out, no cost. There's a free trial at leadx.org. Until next week, remember, we all have the same 1,440 minutes a day. Master your minutes to master your life.